Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Good morning, everyone from Sydney, Australia. I am here on my own solo today. It's going to be short and sweet. Lots of super bombs coming at you, right? Whatever that means. Um, yeah, so I was supposed to be interviewing someone today via Skype, but uh, it's just been rescheduled. So that's all good. So I am now just going to be talking about my trip back to the UK. I only arrived a few days uh, back in Australia a few days ago, and I've learned so much about myself now because uh, you know I'm more and more I'm becoming more and more self-aware, which is the key, folks. You know, the more you are aware of anything you're doing in life, uh, the more progress you're going to make, and that's the bottom line. So yeah, I went back home, and it just really kind of cemented in to me how important relationships are now. I value my relationships and the people around me and my family, but being the other side of the world, I don't really have my my nearest and dearest close to me. They are literally 15,000 miles away over in the United Kingdom. So I, since being here in Australia, so I'll just give you a quick heads up on my story, if you don't know already. I've been in Australia now in Sydney for around about 18 months. I moved here 18 months ago. And I moved over here because I was 29 years old at the time. I'm now 31. And it was coming to the point where I had to make a decision because I was trying to get my ass out to New York to live. I um, wasn't quite settled in the UK. Wanted to go and pursue a modeling career in New York, you know, the dream, the, the American dream, if you like. It didn't work out for me. I got rejected. My visa got rejected after waiting for around about a year and spend a lot of money, time and effort. But there we go, that's life. Everything happens for a reason. So I'd always had Sydney in the back of my mind because I traveled here in my early 20s and I, I loved Australia and I never came back. Uh, I, you know, I'd, I'd done a few bits and bobs in the UK. I'd, I'd made progress in my career, obviously made it to the pro level as a, as a bodybuilder and, and really found out, uh, learned a lot about myself during that, during that time back in the UK for the eight years after I, after I traveled the world and visit Australia for the first time. Anyway, long story short, I decided, right, okay, if I don't get my working visa for Australia, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss the boat because you have to get your visa sorted by the time you turn 31. So I thought, right, I'm unsettled. Let's go for it. I've got a few mates from my home, from, from my country, Wales, which is in the UK, a few mates out here in Australia and Sydney. So let's go out there and give it a, give it a crack. There's definitely much more opportunity here in Sydney than there is back home in the UK tell a lie there's actually plenty of opportunity in london in the uk so most of when you know i'm a personal trainer and model so those are the two things i was looking to pursue and also i was looking to get a bit more into acting because uh i'd I'd done some a little bit of acting stuff back home but since coming out here to australia i realized actually it's not really something i want to do i want to hone in on what i'm good at and i want to pursue my passion and purpose in life which essentially is fitness health you know, and helping people in that realm, you know, just achieve a better state of health and well-being, I guess. And, you know, I'm my expertise is building bodies, building admirable physiques. That's what I've done, spent the last 10 years doing is, is, is whipping people into shape. But, you know, I now realize there's a lot more to it than just, just building the body. You know, the psychological elements and, you know, building a health relationship with food. Like I, like I mentioned, social connections. In other words, relationships. So yeah, there's there's so many more elements to it than just merely going to the gym, lifting weights and building the body because to actually sustain that going forward, you really need to address 
all of the, all of the other factors in your life. You know, because if you if you're overloaded with stress for one reason or another, whether that's because you're in a job you don't like, or whether you're not quite eating the right foods, you know, you're not sleeping enough, then all of these things are gonna actually accumulate and what's gonna happen is something's gonna give and boom, it's gonna put a halt to your progress. So yeah, so since going back home to the UK, uh, I took my girlfriend, I've been with my girlfriend now for seven months and she came back with me to the UK. She's, she's Australian, she's from Sydney. We went back and she met my family and my friends and stuff like that, it was great and it made me really realize that I, I've changed so much over the last 18 months. I, when I was living in the UK and Wales, I really didn't appreciate, I did appreciate things, but I didn't really appreciate, you know, my my homeland, my country and the people that I love around me. And, you know, I, I've, I was always kind of chasing the better life, you know, like always thinking the grass is greener. But I guess since evolving as a human over the last 18 months, because by the way, if you move to the other side of the world or you move away from the people that are close to you, you will learn a hell of a lot about yourself because, as I said, actually having healthy relationships and, and, and having the people close to you and, and bonding with those people on a regular basis is very, very, very important for your, your, your mental health and for your, for your health in general. So I went back there and had a great time. We were there for like 11 days. And yeah, like I said, I, I, I caught up with family. And the good thing is I had, I had a get together with family who, you know, we would never normally do this. For example, there was like 15 of us who went out for a meal. Now, all of us getting together like that is, it, it seldom happens. I don't think it's ever happened, maybe once or twice. Uh, also, I, 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 my dad was never really around when I was younger, but um, that's a long story. There's just no hard feelings. He's a good guy, he's a top guy, and we still have a relationship. Um, long story short, I hadn't saw him for about two years and I met up with him. It was amazing to see him uh, and I do love him, you know, despite us not actually having a very uh, a relationship at all really when I was when I was younger. That was probably for the best because he was uh, going through a tough time and, and whatnot. So to see him was great. It was amazing. And um, I also saw my sister who I only met when I was 16. Now he, he, had a, he had a daughter from his side of the family and without going too much into the personal stuff, I saw pretty much everyone um, everyone in my life that was close to me, uh, you know, all, all my family, my close friends, saw my close friends several times. Uh, and then since coming back, I, I touched back down in Sydney on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night, I, I've actually really been missing home and I've actually been going through things in my head, like thinking, you know, did I make the right decision? Why didn't I just, instead of moving to the other side of the world, why didn't I just move from the capital of Wales, Cardiff to London, which is two and a half hours away where there's plenty of opportunity. And I'll tell you what, that's another thing. Uh, my girlfriend and I were lucky enough to go to London for two nights. And we stayed in this great hotel in a place called Shoreditch, uh, which is just near the center of London, where it is absolutely jumping. You know, it's full of like uh, youngsters and stuff now. And uh, the nightlife there is good. Loads of amazing restaurants, uh, very multicultural. But yeah, just I really, I mean, I've always liked London. I love London because it's just a buzzing city. You know, it's, it's a hot pot. There's like 8 million people living in that city. Um, you know, it's a bit it's a bit rough around the edges in some areas, which you don't you don't really get much. Obviously, there's some rough parts of Sydney and Australia, but not like London. You know, certain parts of London now, like for example, the murder rate in in London is actually higher than it is in New York now. Um, but something about that, you know, it, it doesn't feel very safe in certain parts. But it's something about it that makes you feel like it makes you feel alive. You know, and I loved London, but we only had two nights there, and I wasn't ready to leave. 
we had to get up really early in the morning for our flight back home. And you know what? I was like, I could stay here for another few nights. I really want to stay here. And I really missed British culture, which I never thought I would. You know, I couldn't get, I couldn't wait to get away from, from Britain. Uh, for, for whatever reason that was, you know, I, I did, you know, I wasn't settled there. I needed this experience, you know, I, I knew there was more opportunity in certain places, but I kind of overlooked places like London and stuff because I thought, ah, you know, as much as I like London, don't think I could live there. You know, I want to go where the, where the better lifestyle is, you know, the, the weather and whatnot in Sydney is much better, which plays a big part in your, in your, in your state of, uh, your state of health, by the way, vitamin D, we are deprived of that in the UK because the weather's crap for the most part. But yeah, so without going too much into that, my message to you guys is really spend as much quality time as you can with the people who are close to you and interact as much as you can with humans and interact less on social media because that's another thing. I spent a lot less time on social media when I was away and I felt so much better every time I do this, every time I come away from social media and make a conscious effort of spending less time scrolling through Instagram or wherever it is, I feel better. And you know why that is? There's, there's numerous factors which I've gone into before, which I, I won't go into now. But if you can try and make a make a habit or make an effort to, to interact with humans and the people close to you as much as you can, more often than you can, you know, more often than not, and try and stay away from social media, just, just, just try and cap the amount of time you have on social media because... Uh, it's really not good for your state of health. I understand if you're running a business on there and whatnot, but seriously, when you're just scrolling through your page, it's doing you absolutely no favors. You're really like kind of looking at this false world. And just, the bottom line is you're wasting a lot of time on there. We only get one time on this planet. And like I said, my advice to you is to just really appreciate the people you have around you, the people who love you and care for you. Really appreciate them and uh, spend time with them because since coming back, it's made me realize how bloody lucky I am and how good I had it back home, really. And that's not to say I regret coming here. Look, I've come back here. I'm staying put. I've met my amazing girlfriend here. And uh, things are going really well. You know, I've, I've, I've uh, landed some modeling gigs, which is not really that important to me right now. What's important to me is actually helping people and reaching more people with my message and getting people in shape and, and helping people achieve good health um, and sustaining that going forward. So, you know, I, I started this podcast and it's coming here. Um, my friend and I are now, my friend Andrew Bond, who's featured on plenty of my podcast episodes, are now going to be doing online coaching. Now we've we've managed to, to cap per, our personal training clients a bit more. We're going to get more into online coaching. And going forward, we're, we're going to try and build an online, not try, we are in the process of building an online personal training business and a website with lots of content in there for you guys to access, which is uh, is going to be launched soon. So yeah, I've, I found out a lot about myself since being here that actually, you know, I, I was coming here to mainly pursue modeling and acting and, and, and just use personal training as my kind of bread and butter because, you know, I've done that for like 12 years and, and that's my, my uh, area of expertise, if you like. Um, but yeah, I've just realized that since coming here, actually, it's, it's kind of false, really, being a model and an actor. That's great. And you know, hats off to anyone who's doing that. And, you know, you can make a lot of money doing that. And if you enjoy it, that's, that's amazing. Uh, but it's not for me, really, in terms of in terms of uh, purpose, uh, building a purposeful, meaningful life, which is going to be full of fulfillment, if you like. Um, that, that, for me, is actually helping people and, and using my knowledge and expertise to hone in and, and, and become better at what I do because, you know, it's a ne- I'm never, like, I'm, I'm, I can't get my words out. I have not stopped learning. You know, as a personal trainer, there is never any point where you go, okay, now I know everything. 
constantly learning, constantly learning, even as a personal trainer. So, um, and, and just having to, the opportunity to interview, you know, these influential people all over the world on my podcast is just really, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. So, uh, yeah. So value your relationships, really, really pay attention to the people around you. Um, if there's anyone around you who is, uh, negative energy, negative vibes and who are bringing you down, having a negative impact on your life, as harsh as you sound, you've got to cut them off. And the same goes on social media. People you're following who have no positive impact on your life, unfollow them. You know, there's no reason for you to be following thousands of people who, you know, for example, like if, if there's people, certain fitness gurus you're looking up to, there's no need for you to follow hundreds and thousands of them because, you, you know, without realizing you're going to be comparing yourself to them, you're going to be getting all bombarded with all different types of information. The people that are giving you the information which is benefiting you, like myself, nah, joking, <laughs> but oh, come on, it is. Um, you know, that's the people you want to follow and pay attention to. Um, so, for example, for me, there's, in, in the fitness world, there's, there's only a few people I really, really look up to and follow, one of them being uh, Mind Pump Media. Uh, I want to do a little plug for them because they, without them, I wouldn't have started this podcast. That was the first ever podcast I listened to, Mind Pump Media. You have Sal Stefano, the three hosts on there, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews, and also, sorry, four. Uh, there's also Doug as well. Uh, look up to all of them. Follow all those those guys and Mind Pump, and, and uh, that's where I get a lot of my information from. Also, Grenade J, or Jamie Alderton, his, his real name is, the guy who pre pre prepped me for a show. He has He's putting out some amazing content. Go and follow him on Instagram. It's at Grenade J. And there's a few others, but, yeah, they're the main two for me. So that's what I'm saying. There shouldn't be – you should have a handful, really, of people that you really look up to in any realm, even if it's, like, financial. In reality, it's great because there's lots of uh, financially successful people out there you can, who you can follow and, and learn from if, if that's your goal is to build a, you know, financially secure life. Uh, but, again, there's so much information out there. All I would say is just try not to – Try not to overload yourself because uh, you'll end up paralysis by analysis, they call it. Um, apply the stuff you learn. Apply it to your own life. Uh, and if it works, then bloody keep doing it. So, yeah, when I do a podcast on my own, as most of you know, I tend to go off on a little bit of a tangent. So just bear with me. Uh, but, yeah, so as I say, I was, um, you know, that, that that's it for me. I just, I've realized, you know, before I was... Back, back, maybe even 18 months ago, back in the UK, I was always expecting things to happen, you know, expecting things to fall at my feet. And I guess I learned a lot when I was competing, uh, you know, after failing essentially and, and not getting the result I wanted on stage in terms of, you know, placing in the top three or getting first place several times. You know, I was expecting to win. I was going in, I'd put everything into it, um, got a few things wrong several times. Uh, didn't get the result I wanted. And then I learned, you know what? Actually, things don't always work out the way you want them to. Um, so stop expecting things to happen and expecting good things to happen. And, you know, life is full of problems, basically. And it's, it's how, how good can you deal with those problems, solving problems? Because you're just going to be presented with one problem after another. I know that sounds a bit grim, but that's what, that's those hardships and those obstacles and those setbacks are really what's going to define your character going forward. Um, and having an easy life, if you just want to sit back and have an easy life, I can pretty much guarantee you at the end of it, you're not going to be fulfilled and you're going to be unhappy because, um, you know, unless you work, you know, you work towards something and find that purpose and, and apply yourself and, and, and constantly learn about yourself and peel off those layers. You know, it's like an onion. You're constantly peeling off layers and layers and layers of awareness 
uh, and learning about yourself and, and applying yourself and, and whatever you're good at, hone in on that and get bloody great at it because that's how you're going to really succeed. And, uh, you know, and that's not to say I'm, I'm really one to preach. I'm, I'm not really, I'm not anything. I'm no different to any of you listening to this. You know, I'm nothing special. Um, I'm really not just like anyone else listening to this. I'm just a guy who's, who enjoys what he does and is trying to get his message out there. So yeah, the tangent is off. Anyway, Talking about um, my trip away, it's, it's really interesting because um, I think I trained like th- maybe three times in, in the space of about two weeks. Um, and yeah, my advice to you is if you want to stay in shape or at least stay in a, a relatively decent shape when you go away on a holiday or whatever, just just get to do the full, even if you don't train the full body. Uh, like I said to you, 80, 90% of people are going to benefit much more from training the full body uh, when you're lifting weights. Train every body part about three times a week, two, three times a week you're going to get much better results than hitting one body part at a time, you know, so you're only hitting the body parts once a week. If you hit those body parts three times a week, hence three full body sessions, you're going to get much better results. So for example, I done three full body sessions when I was away and you know what? That kept me in shape. I was eating out every day. Um, you know, I was, I, I actually, my, uh, the binge eating disorder, by the way, is very common. So, as, as I've mentioned to you before, I used to used to battle a lot from all the competitions and photo shoots and restrictive eating. Uh, I developed a, a quite a bad binge eating disorder where I would like restrict my food sources to, you know, just eating chicken, broccoli, sweet potatoes, salmon, nuts, and that's about it. Maybe a few other things. And then when it got to the weekend, I would just binge. And I'd done that for years. And I'd done it after shows and after photo shoots, after, after restricting my food sources, which is really not necessary. It's it's very important to seek out nutrients, whether or not your goal is to get lean or not, whether you're prepping for a show or not, or prepping for a photo shoot, you should still be seeking out plenty of nutrients. So, you know, where like I said, that with the binge eating, I still had a few quite a few episodes of I would I would go out and eat a meal, for example, when I was away and then I was just like boom, the switch that switch just went like I'd eat one sweet thing and then I would just it would just turn into a binge and that happened several times when I was away so you know the binge eating disorder is not something which you just shake off overnight um and yeah by the end of the trip by the time I got to London I was I was still aware and I still I was still fasting so I would still go long periods without food and I tell you what one of my saviors were because I was eating you know not a great deal of fruit and veg especially vegetables I mean that's that's number one for me it's it, it trumps fruit any day because you know you get much more fiber and less sugar in probably a wider range of antioxidants and whatnot. So I was prepping veg when I was staying at my mother's house, but I still wasn't eating a great deal of it. Uh, Organifi, who uh, I love their products, Organifi's green juice and red juice. It's an American company. They're called Organifi, uh, was my savior. Uh, And the same for any of you out there. If you're really finding it hard to get your vegetables in, your fruit and veg, um, I mean, their products taste amazing, the green juice and red juice. And I was having that pretty much every day. And, you know, I didn't get ill. I felt great. Um, you know, and I'm very in tune with my body. So if I'm run, normally if I'm eating out and I'm eating not the best foods, I start feeling crap, you know, which is inevitable. You put crap food into your body, then, you know, you're going to feel crap. So that was my savior. Having, having a, I was mixing it together, which a lot of people wouldn't do. I'm mixing the green and red juice together, which tastes a bit hit and miss, but I just know it's jam packed full of nutrients. So I was having that pretty much every day and ATP science. I was using their gut rights and their resilience products. ATP Science, an Australian company. Yeah, I was using that, and yeah, it kept me kept me in good nick. On top of my free training sessions, I felt good. I was still focusing on drinking water and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, but as I was saying, so just appreciation over expectation 
uh, guys and girls. You know, the worst thing you can do is really expect things to happen because I know it's very hard to get out of that mindset. But since I've been over in Australia and I've been practicing gratitude a lot more often, every day, I'll, I'll go through things I'm grateful for, like three things I'm grateful for. I've got a, I use a, an app called Five Minute Journal. I'd recommend getting that. It's really, really good. It's called Five Minute Journal. And every day, even when I was away, I wasn't using it when I was away, but I was still going over my gratitude in my head. Every morning, it takes me two, three minutes. I'll just go through three things I'm grateful for, and I will put down three three things. Or I'm going to put down one thing that is going to make today great. For example, smiling more or, um, you know, helping people. It could be anything, you know, buying someone a coffee, anything, you know, that's going to make today great. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can be anything. But once you train your brain to start appreciating the small things in life, that's when you really start appreciating everything. You know, you really start have a newfound appreciation um, and gratefulness for, for everything you have in your life, you know, because life is fickle. It can be taken from you, you know, it's something really bad, like a, a catastrophe could happen at any point. So, you know, stop expecting and start appreciating. Yeah, so I guess I kind of went off on a bit of a tangent again. But yeah, so when I was away, I was drinking more alcohol. You know, uh, occasionally I would binge drink, just like I would occasionally binge eat. Realized once again how addicted I am to caffeine. So I have to have my caffeine hit. I don't have to have it, but I like to have it. I tried quitting caffeine and I failed miserably. Caffeine is a drug, you know, it's a stimulant. So you do get the release of, you know, the neurotransmitters in your brain, such as, you know, the, the pleasure hormones, such as dopamine and serotonin and norepinephrine. And all, the, all, these, all these hormones do get stimulated when you drink caffeine. So uh, it is a drug and I am addicted to it. But there's worse things to be addicted to, right? But yeah, when I was away, like I said, it was, uh, I, I did have a few binges and stuff like that. And um, I am human. So um, just be aware. Like I said, when, when, when these things happen, if you, if you binge eat on the weekends or you binge drink or, you know, you do other stuff, drugs, whatever it is, <laughs> just be aware of it, you know, and, and, and try and learn why am I doing this? There's got to be an underlying factor as to why you're doing it. And um, yeah, just try and try and keep yourself healthy for the most part. Um, it doesn't have to be 100% healthy. 70, 80% will do. But yeah, so next week I have a guy, you have to stay tuned for this one. I have a guy called Ryan Mishler, and he has his own podcast called Order of Man. Very inter interesting guy. Uh, much like myself, he spent most of his childhood uh, without a permanent male role model in his life. Having said that, I did have my stepdad and stuff and um, some, ro some, some male role models in my life. Uh, not necessarily role models, but male influences in my life. Um, anyway, he didn't, and the few men that were in his life were less than stellar examples of what it meant to be a man, uh, and that's why he started his podcast, and yeah, so he, he wants to give men a community and a resource to become better um, at all facets of life, from self-mastery to family, from money to contribution and everywhere in between. I'm just reading off his webpage here. Uh, but yeah, he's a very, very interesting guy and very uh, controversial as well because, um, you know, his his thing is, you know, there's there's so many guys out there now who are cowards, essentially. And, and, and I agree with a lot of the things he says. I don't agree with everything he says, just like anyone I, I look up to. I don't agree with everything, but most of the things he talks about, I can, I can relate to massively. Uh, masculinity, you know, so... <laughs> 
basically, you know, there's a lot of guys out there who don't accept responsibility for, for, for whatever position they're in in life. Uh, they say yes when they should say no, and they say no when they should say yes. And I've been, and I'm not saying that I'm, you know, I'm anything special on that. I haven't been uh, guilty of those things. I've done that plenty of times in the past, and I still do occasionally slip up and, you know, agree to things I shouldn't. And um, and I'm a coward at times. Yeah, it's just part of life. We're constantly learning, right? Again, it comes down to self awareness. It's learning about okay, um, I just got to step up and, and be a man and kind of take ownership and responsibility for the things that I'm doing in life, essentially. So anyway, very, very interesting character, very successful man. Uh, he has a very, very good story behind him. Uh, and I'm going to ask him lots of questions, everything from, you know, I've got, I've got the list here, I've got everything from, you know, what, what toxic masculinity is, because this is a, a talk nowadays that, you know, um, people are talking about it and... Anyway, I won't go too much into that, but you know, leadership discipline. He's an ex. He's an ex uh, combat. He's ex military. So I got to learn about leadership discipline and the life lessons that he learned in combat. Um, you know, everything. I'm going to ask him some very, very interesting questions. You know, about embracing suffering. You know, we need to embrace suffering, people. Like I said about hardships and stuff. You know, if you're constantly seeking those short-term pleasures and instant gratification, you're going to be you're going to be unhappy, sad, and potentially depressed at the end of it, folks. So. You need to be aware that embracing suffering and going through hardships and pain is going to most likely a lot of the time lead to uh, success and and purpose and meaning in life. So I'm going to question him on that and, you know, how depression and how because he has a different view on things. Like, for example, like I said, I don't agree with everything he says fully, like with depression and stuff. You know, a lot of the time he's right because guys have lost purpose. A lot of a lot of men have lost purpose in their life and therefore end up depressed so, but a lot of the time there is a chemical imbalance as well. You know, there's, there's numerous factors which come into it. You know, DNA, you know, 50% of your, of your happiness is going to be determined by your DNA. So I understand that a lot of us are more susceptible to depression and mental health ailments. But a lot of the time he is right. It is men have lost purpose in their life uh, and they end up depressed, low, uh, with no meaning. So it's going to be very interesting to get his insight on things, and I think it's going to benefit a lot of you out there, especially guys, but also women. So, um, yeah, that's the end of that. So to wrap it up, I guess I just wanted to say that, you know, I still have the binge eating disorder. I still, I'm still fully human because a lot of people look at, I get messages and how do you do it? How do you stay in shape? How have you got a six-pack? How this and that, you know, do you maintain your physique all year round? And the bottom line is I've been lifting weights for a long time. My knowledge is second to none when it comes to, um, you know, exercise and programming, but also nutrition and sleep and all these things. And just for being being healthy for 70, let's say 80% of the time I'm healthy. So you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be consistent with the, the simple things, right? So, yeah, once again, to wrap it up, appreciate your relationships. You're not going to be perfect in any realm, okay? So... If there's any takeaways from this podcast, really think about it now. Who are the people close to you? You can probably think off the top of your head of a few people that you really love and think the wall of. Spend as much quality time with those people as you can because I don't see my close friends and family very often at all. And I miss them dearly. And um, I'm going to cry. now. I'm not really. But <laughs> I do miss them dearly. And uh, seriously, if you have them in the same country... <laughs> Make the most of them, right? Because uh, life is short. And on that note, 
head over to my website, get your free ebooks. There's loads of freebies on my website. Um, you get a free recipe ebook, and also if you're a vegan, you get, and even if you're not, I've got a free vegan recipe ebook as well. Head over to www.martin-silver.co.uk. When you enter the website, you'll get a pop up box, enter your email address, and you'll get sent some free ebooks. So head over there, get that, and stay tuned for the next podcast. And whilst you're at it, you might as well go and check out. Sorry, go and check out his podcast, Order of Man. Okay, peeps, I'm signing out. Thanks for listening.